Michel Molitor is the founder and CEO of Nectar Consulting Incorporated and co-author of the best-selling book Breakthrough Healing. She works with women in various fields bringing over 30 years of experience, intuitive insights and strategic actionable ideas to their success. Michel's unique rapid rewiring approach helps you subconsciously remove the fear, self-doubt and blocks created by imposter syndrome to elevate your confidence and achieve greater success well-being and career satisfaction in today's episode let us chat with her on how imposter syndrome can hold back your progress this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future folks i'm your host navin samala just a fellow it professional with about 19 years of work experience but i'm on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe and through the guiding voice platform we enable and help successful leaders share their knowledge and wisdom with the audience so that all of you will acquire more knowledge by tuning into our podcast than any other podcast in this space thank you so much for joining me today and we are extremely pleased to have michel part of tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe michel hearty welcome to the guiding voice and i'm super excited to have you join me today Oh gosh, thank you so much Naveen. So great to see you and uh, what a blessing to be here with you. Yeah, pleasure to have you here as well. Michelle, let's uh, get started. Maybe you can briefly talk about your career journey and the top 3 things that have helped you to be successful in your professional life so far. Sure. So, um my previous life I was a creative director in web development and I had been doing that for 10 years until I got bullied out of my job. and it was really devastating and really crushed my confidence and created a master massive case of imposter syndrome and that's what led me to coaching and so um in the process of being coached to help me figure out what to do next i discovered my true calling and purpose so i went on to change careers um start my own company uh, nectar consulting and i've been doing it for over 20 years now and along that path um i and so overjoyed to be able to help people release their fears their self doubt their imposter syndrome so they can shine their light share their gifts in the world much more powerfully and what are the top 3 things that helped you to be successful in your professional life being uh really curious um always learning always identifying new ways of um sharpening my own saw expanding my knowledge base moving continuously improving myself moving my fears out of the way so that i can be uh, a more clear vessel to help others um and to be of service and to find balance right that balance between not overdoing and not underdoing but finding the middle point on the teeter totter if you will <laughs> so you don't burn out awesome all right so curiosity learning expanding knowledge and continuous improvement all right that uh, those are some wonderful insights and now let's talk about the core of today's conversation so how do you explain this uh, imposter syndrome uh, to a layman and what it is all about well imposter syndrome essentially is that pervasive feeling that i don't know enough i I don't know as much as people think that I do despite the accolades or the success that someone has achieved they feel like a fraud in some place in their lives and it causes them to to hide out to not show up fully for fear of being found out and rejected so um it create it can create a lot of anxiety 
and um, it can really hold people back. Seven out of 10 adults have suffered from imposter syndrome at some point in their in their lives and their career. So it's very prevalent. Um, we just now have a way to talk about it. <laughs> now, let's talk about the symptoms of uh, imposter syndrome. What are some signs which you can identify? Some signs and symptoms of imposter syndrome is increasing self-doubt, um, not believing in yourself, being afraid of really allowing yourself to be seen and heard and sharing your expertise that can show up as, you know, in extreme cases, just real nervousness, um, anxiety, fear that keeps you up at night, um, wakes you up in the middle of the night wondering, oh, am I going to get it right? Am I, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? So there are there are several different layers of self doubt that that create that. Those are the the five self doubt archetypes that I've identified as well that really play into imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned about the self doubt, right? Why people have self doubt? Because normally in our professional life, right, we are capable of doing something and we get to a certain level and suddenly they get into this self doubt mode. Why does it happen? Um, self-doubt shows up for a myriad of reasons, but I found through my work that it often goes back to, um, a belief that you took on when you were a kid, you know, in the environment, in the environment that you grew up in, um, someone somewhere said something that left an impression on you that made you think, made you decide about yourself. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I shouldn't speak up. Maybe I shouldn't stand out. And those beliefs, they they drop into your subconscious and then they just run you, right? And then as we come up against new and different challenges, as we start stretching outside of our, com- our comfort zone, as we, you know, mature, um, those little voices of self-doubt start to raise their little, little head because uh, your amygdala, that part of your brain that is your fight, flight, or freeze, is going by those old scripts, those old beliefs that you put into place when you were a child saying, no, no, don't do that. That's not safe, right? So your amygdala, I like to call her Amy. Amy's your amygdala and she just loves you and she wants to keep you safe. But um, if she's operating on old belief systems, then as adults, we have to learn how to consciously um, reframe those old beliefs in a new way that is more empowering, thereby giving Amy a new set of marching orders so that that self-doubt can can be clamped back down and quieted for once and for all. Can you now briefly share about uh, rapid rewiring that framework that you created in order to overcome fears? Yes, yes. So as I mentioned, I've been a coach for 20 years and I've also been a hypnotherapist for over six years. And when I discovered hypnotherapy, it's a really powerful tool to access your subconscious mind. So I combine the two together in what I call rapid rewiring, this inside out approach that allows me to first get at the deeper level subconscious beliefs, those ideas, those choices that you made about yourself when you were a little kid, perhaps, and neutralize those old emotional charges and then instill new empowering thoughts at a conscious level and at a subconscious level 
so that you start showing up more fully, more confidently um, each and every day as you turn down the dial on the noise of imposter syndrome and self-doubt and turn up the dial on confidence and self-belief and self-love. So, Michelle, you spoke about your our favorite Amy, amygdala, right? Can you expand a bit on that? How does this uh, amygdala get hijacked? We, we have a term called amygdala hijack, amygdala hijack, right? So it gets triggered and people get super angry because of whatever reason and certain automatic stories gets created in their brain and all, right? Exactly. So those decision points that we make as children about ourselves, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve this, money is... You have to work hard for the money. Success isn't for me. Whatever those stories are based on your um, upbringing, the environment that you grew in, you grew up in, um, it creates those belief systems. And so as adults, um, you may be having a conversation with someone and they may say something that triggers um, one of those old beliefs that pushes one of those buttons. And what that's doing is your amygdala is going, oh, wait, no, no, no. Remember from this old script, this isn't safe, right? And so your amygdala gets triggered. And when that happens, it it literally hijacks your prefrontal cortex. So what that means is the blood goes to your amygdala, right? And it, and it prevents you from being able to think clearly. It's that deer in the headlights feeling like, where did all my words go? I don't have any words right now because your amygdala has hijacked your brain. And sometimes it can take anywhere from 20 seconds to 20 minutes to 24 hours for your brain to come back into regulation, depending on how um, big the trigger point is. And so the more you can get grounded and breathe in those moments when you do notice yourself getting triggered, and instead of making a a knee-jerk reaction to that pain point when you stop and pause and breathe. You give yourself that moment to have your your prefrontal cortex come back online so that then you can respond appropriately versus from a place of fear or pain. So uh, by increasing our emotional quotient or the emotional intelligence, I think we can reduce this uh, occurrence of uh, amygdala hijack or can we prevent that right so well i wouldn't say that you can prevent it mm-hmm. um but you can you can manage it much more effectively instead of flying off the handle in a fit of rage you can go oh okay i noticed that's actually that trigger point has nothing to do with what's happening in this moment it's mm-hmm. something that happened a long time ago and I'm just reacting to it. So when you can have that understanding about yourself, you can bring your emotional levels back down and then respond um, effectively. All right. Can you share any tips to increase our EQ? Gosh. Um, yeah. So that's continual um, learning and improvement, right? Looking within to see what are my triggers? What are the things that are unresolved pain points in my life. So the more you can resolve those old pain points, those old beliefs that really no longer serve you or fit who you are as as an adult now, you can release that energy because it's just pent up emotional energy that wasn't processed effectively at the time. When you learn how to process that energy and let it go, um, 
you're increasing your own sense of self-awareness and thus raising your level of emotional intelligence. Because the more self-aware you are, then the more tuned in you can be to others. So as a, as a leader, as a manager, someone who works with other people, the more self-aware you can become, the more tuned in you can be to the others that you're working with so that um, you can have more effective communications. Mm-hmm. So a part of these emotions go with the uh, expectation setting and all, which means if you are committing too much and suddenly we are not able to achieve, right? We are not able to fulfill those promises, which means we are more of a S person, but for whatever reason, you are not able to achieve that. And bringing that and bridging to this question of how do I say no with grit and confidence so that it can avoid a lot of uh, future negative responses, right? So the as we become more self-aware, as you learn more about what those trigger points are, mm-hmm. then it's easier for you to set clear boundaries. It's easier to set more clear boundaries on what works and what doesn't work for you, right? Thus being able to say no in those moments um, when someone might be pressuring you, can you help with this? Can you volunteer for this? Can you take on this extra project? The more you understand what you need and what is required for you to have that balance in your life, then you can learn how to say no compassionately to those requests. Gosh, I appreciate you asking me to do that, Naveen, but unfortunately, I don't have time in my schedule right now. And it's just learning how to set those clear boundaries so that you can have more more balance and more satisfaction so you're not getting yourself all spun up and worried or anxious or even burnt out. All right, so this has been great conversation so far, Michelle, but let's uh, add some spice to the episode. If you are okay, I'm going to quickly... Open a rapid fire round. Sure. All right. So let's move ahead. Let me find the first one. Can you describe one life-changing incident that changed your perspective about life altogether? Oh, gosh. Yes. The day I got let go from my job, from being bullied, I came home to tell my mom that I had lost my job. And then she told me that our dear friend was dying. And it changed my perspective in an instant, like, oh, well, so what? I lost my job today. My friend's losing his life. And he chose to let go of his life because of his fear. So I decided the day that he passed away that I couldn't live my life from a place of fear. And then I had to put my big girl panties on and figure out what I need to do next and get on with doing it and not let fear stop me. All right. Moving to the next one. What is the best piece of advice that you have received so far? To remember that I am enough. You are enough. Everyone here who's listening is absolutely enough. You always have been and you always will be. Wonderful. What is your favorite word in another language? My favorite word in another language. um, uh, Let's see. I'll go with um, merci en français. Thank what does you. it mean? <laughs> okay, it means, thank you. It means thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So here comes one. the next one. If you were to compare yourself with an animal or a bird, what would it be? Um, that's a toss-up. I'm either a raven or a hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens are very wise and playful, and hummingbirds are full of joy. So, Awesome. All right. 
And let me fire the last bullet out of the rapid fire. What is your fantasy gadget or one electronic gadget or technology that you'd like to see or invent yourself? Oh, well, that's a left field question. It's already been invented, but I'd like to have a really lightweight rocket pack so I can fly around. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. All right. So that was great rapid fire. With that, let's flip back to the mainstream. And one final question for today's conversation, Michelle, what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make begin their careers or lives? You can pick either of them. I would say rewire your brain. Think new thoughts and your life will follow. Rewire your brain, think new thoughts and your life, your life will, follow. will follow. Yeah. When you get, when you let go of the old thoughts that no longer serve you and you give yourself new empowering thoughts, when you change your perspective, your whole life can change. Such a powerful message. Thank you so much. And I loved every bit of this conversation. Thanks for being part of the Guiding Voice journey. Oh, thank you so much. My pleasure. Merci beaucoup, monsieur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, pleasure to have you, Michelle. So, folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode. So, today we spoke a lot about imposter syndrome and how it can affect anyone and irrespective of their job or social status. And not only that, high-achieving individuals also experience imposter syndrome. So, my question is, when was this first described? Psychologists have first described the syndrome in 1978 and according to a 2020 review, 9% to 82% trusted source of people experience imposter syndrome. If you remember, Michelle mentioned at least 7 out of 10 adults right, experience this imposter syndrome at any point in time. right? And these numbers may vary depending on who participates in a study, depending on their emotional intelligence and various other factors and all. But many people experience symptoms for a limited time, such as in the first few weeks of a new job. And for others, the experience can be lifelong, right? So in case if you are also experiencing imposter syndrome and all, probably listen to this episode once again. And definitely it is going to help you out in terms of dealing with it efficiently and avoid these side effects. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining in. But folks, before I let you go, request you to share your topic recommendations and any guest speaker suggestions through social media or email us at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. I'm your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode.